From Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we con do our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit, the show that awards people for being the very best, like no one ever was. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass. I'm Jay, and with me is, I'm still going to say the old intro that I had because it was so great, uh, 2021 Jay-Z's winner, Kathy Campbell. Hey, Kathy. Oh, hey, that's me. (laughs) I'm so honored to be here this year and accept the award second time. You you didn't win this year. Um, You you didn't didn't win this year. Um, Yeah. um, We're going to talk about that in a few weeks, but we actually have a different topic for you. But I just really liked that intro and it was my week to do it. Um, (laughs) Shout outs. Uh, I have a shout out to the, the panda of the show. The one of two pandas on this planet that I like. Uh, thank you so much for showing me the amazing conduit dice by Peacock. They are amazing. I They're have them so now. They're on my computer. So They're good. on my phone. They're on my iPad. They're on all of the things. And it is so great. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of it. Uh, but yes, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, James, is it possible to like add a link to our show notes for other people to enjoy that? Or is it still on like the beta or what? I'm not sure how that works, but uh, let us know because they've helped me a lot and I need to remind myself to use them um, because I feel like I could I really need that right now. So excellent. Um I have one more shout out from our favorite conversationalist in the spreadsheet. Uh, Scott Plummer heads over to the uh, show follow up folder and starts the conversation with the conduit symbol and says, thank you for the shout out. He loves raking, reeking. Is it reeking or I think it's reeking? Reeking. Wow. I can read. Uh, I mean, raking havoc. havoc would be fun, too, if they're like leaves. Yes. Uh, raking havoc shoot wreaking havoc with the spreadsheet (laughs) and apparently the show because I am just going to uh, ramble but that's okay Uh, I'm going to stop now and uh, just a reminder that Relay uh, this is like the last week so when this goes out you will have just a few more days left of our second annual holiday special on annual memberships running from November 21st until December 17th. Like I said, you have a couple more days left. Annual plans will be 20% off the first year. Um, they'll renew to the, at the full price. Uh, and for more information, visit giverelay.com. Uh, and if you don't want to give someone or yourself a Relay FM, switch on. Switch on. Annual membership. That's cool. I mean, I would, I would like to convince you otherwise hopefully with this show but we have some other options especially in the gift giving season um, or probably at this point the slightly after the gift giving season um, you can go to youconwearit.com which is u-c-o-n-wearit.com to find stickers shirts and hoodies uh, with your favorite conduit designs, including the I'm a conductor shirt, which is exactly how I say it every time I see it. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. So with that all the way, 
all of the way with that. Are out we of jingling the way? all the way? With, with, with <laughs> that jingling all the way, it is time for the connection check. Zap. Ah, speaking of jingling all the way, have, is your tree up yet? No. Look. I have three strands of lights up outside, which is good. I mean, that that's good. I mean, we we because have zero. I had zero last year. <laughs> We have zero outdoor outdoor decorations. I am very like, not my electric bill, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our setup on an automatic timer. Um, it They turn on when it's dusk and turn off when it's dawn. Um, but my I had to borrow my dad's ladder because the um, roof was higher than I thought in my brain. Oh, no. So, yeah. But I'm going to try and do them this afternoon because it's not raining this week, which is a surprise and exciting. And then we're going to put the tree up, I think, on Saturday because we have to do some cleaning in the front room first. It, it sounds like you have some time to set up a morning automation. Hey, hey, what's your what's your connection? Um, yeah, so my connection was to finalize my morning routine automations. Um, I'm giving myself a yellow orange circle um, because I didn't finalize it, but I have standardized some things. Um, basically, uh, my brain can't figure out how to make things work and I don't understand how I want it to work well enough to ask for help on some sort of automation. So instead, I just set multiple alarms for 545, 550, 555 and six. And it's working. Um, but I'd like to do something a little fancier at some point in the future, but we'll see. Either way, I am content where I am right now. Uh, Jay, how did yours go? Well, I, I have all of the, all of the thoughts first. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so when, when you said you set just a bunch of alarms, that made me think of that, um, episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. When... Nine-Nine! <laughs> Sorry. Um, where oh, I forgot her name, not Rosa, the other one. Um, um Jake's wife. Um, uh, spoiler. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. What is her name? Amy. Amy. Yes, yeah. When Amy you, is late, and <laughs> they're all like, like, oh, Amy's two minutes late, and we're wondering what's wrong. And she's like, oh, slept through the alarms, like all five of them. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. And then also for automations, I mentioned this last week that I was hoping someone would would help me with an automation to put my connection on uh, my home screen. Uh, and then I just immediately went, went after the show and just started doing it. Right. Uh, thanks for like not using help, I guess. I don't know. It's yeah. fine. But that it was, worked. Yeah, it, it worked. And, and it was actually nice because as I would open my phone and see it, it would just be like that little like I did the thing really early, which, yeah, I guess, spoiler alert, yes, my connection was to make a YouTube short for myself and not for work or for a podcast, and I totally did that. And then I also made like a video, and then I immediately got sick right after that. Um, but it was it was great because as I saw that connection, it was like this constant reminder to maybe do a little bit more or, you know, start thinking about the next video or start thinking about the next thing. And it was, it was kind of cool because it, it was, 
there, there's been this moment at work where, oh, hold on, there's a plane flying over my head now. <laughs> what do we want? Low flying airplane noises. Oh, what man. Do we want it? <laughs> Thank you, Javier. Um, <laughs> as that fades out into the darkness now. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that's happened at work is people have seen me making things and they're like, Hey, what about us? <laughs> Which was like, this is not about you work. <laughs> this is not for you. <laughs> but that being said, um, it, it definitely has kind of re-sparked some inspiration and, and gotten some, some juices flow into, to maybe get, get back in the, into the spirit of, of figuring it out and, and making like things again, not just for myself, but also for work. And, and that, that was kind of the purpose was like, I was in this funk of feeling like I couldn't make things. So then I was like, I just need to make more things. And then I started making like all the things and work was like, Hey, can you make things for us too? And I was like, I guess. Um, so that's been, that's been a super helpful, like feeling of, you know, just doing the things that I want to do. I want to be able to do both professionally and personally, but then being okay with, with okay enough and definitely moving, moving it like into the next, the next phase of that, which is like being able to make things, you know, as a, as a pro professional, as they might say, professional, professional, nice. <laughs> speaking of professionals, <laughs> No, 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 no. no. Um, our Sofrano of the show, uh, Devo, says, whoops, missed my connection for the last conduit. Uh, connection check, green check mark. I worked myself back into my normal routines after surgery and didn't overdo it. And now I feel mostly back to normal. Way to go. Amazing. All right. Our shark of the show, uh, Chris, says... Green check mark. I managed to complete the 5K run without stopping. I'm not back in marathon shape, but I am closer than I was a few months ago. Is okay. So I know technically a 5K is not considered a marathon. It's like a quarter marathon. Right. But in my brain, they're all marathons. <laughs> they're all long runs. It's a really, yeah, it's a really <laughs> long way. So very proud of you, Chris. Well done. I, I did a long run. I don't feel like I'm good at doing a long run, but I did a long run. Right. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> Way to go, Chris. Exactly. Our blue dragon of the show says connection check. Blue heart survive finals. Mo mostly. Um, OK, I'll have to listen to um, FMD later to to understand where the mostly came from there. Uh, there is one class that I have to retake next. Oh, never mind. I could have just kept reading. Um, and, <laughs> and the fact does hurt a little bit, especially as someone who has never had much trouble in school, but everything will be okay. And now I have time to relax. Um, I dropped out of college. I have, I have no, I have no advice or I mean, I'm just going to provide encouragement of that. You can do it. And um, happy to talk about it if you like, um, but sending you Mo Farah signs, which is just a heart, um, your way. Uh, if you get the reference, then you're you're definitely in in my bubble. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did graduate college, and I know that 
there's some classes, especially with specific teachers, that it's okay 100% to not understand and need extra help. And uh, I'm proud of you for retaking the class instead of just running away screaming. So well done. Our train enthusiast of the show, Connection Check, Greenheart. I didn't do it every day, but I do a virtual journal, found a great app to use it uh, to work. And I've actually written stuff down. Okay, Railsy, super proud of you. But how dare you not tell us what the app was? I was saying the same thing. Like (laughs) in our app starved world that we have we have artificially generated by rarely talking about apps on this show. I know. You had the perfect moment and you blew it. (laughs) Uh yeah, so fix that for us and let us know what app you're talking about, please. And thank you. And then our oracle of the show. So um, where did two weeks go? I don't know. Uh, I've done an hour's work on either reading or writing for my journal articles on most days. So I think that's a green book for me. Yes. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely. All right, our panda of the show, James, says a black square, a void of negativity. Listener, I did not take a break. Some of that was outside of my control. Much of it, however, was not. I feel like I am the bus in speed. If I slow down at all, I'll explode. Help me, Conduit's own Sandra and Keanu. Can I be Keanu Reeves? <laughs> I mean, I was going to ask to be Sandra Bullock because well, she did Miss Congeniality and like. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So such good. a good movie. OK, so excellent. Excellent. As- aside, <laughs> I feel really bad because I directly impacted. On the, I was. I know. <laughs> like, as that was happening, I'm like, yes, I want these dice. But no, I need stop a break. James ideas. <laughs> I need a break. Jay runs in like the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. Let's let's do some stuff. <laughs> Our nameless of the show, Robert, says connection check, green check mark. We are moved in and now begins the unpacking process. Today is my last day of my current role. And as of tomorrow, I begin training for my new role and work from home in this role is starting or is to come starting in the new year. Congratulations. And again, best of luck in your new role. Especially unpacking and working from home as a plan. Yeah, if you need a break, there's a video game called Unpacking. Ooh, it's that very fun. You can I play it. when you work from home. <laughs> but uh yeah, before we jump into our topic, let's talk about our sponsor. This episode of Conduit is brought to you by Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best artists, icons, and leaders anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. With over 180 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. You can learn chess from Gary Kasparov, learn screenwriting from Aaron Sorkin, learn creative writing with Margaret Atwood, or learn business strategy with Bob Iger. Not only are there so many different classes, there is also a new original series that they have. It's called Crisis Day, and it has individual episodes with some incredible instructors for specific reasons on this overall subject. Right now, there are two episodes 
Former hostage negotiator Chris Voss talks about how he got started and talks about a specific negotiation that he navigated. And former International Space Station commander Chris Hadfield talks about a very stressful incident in space. A third episode is coming with Condoleezza Rice discussing 9-11. Chris Voss talked about empathy versus sympathy, an unlimited skill that he learned serving on the suicide hotline, as well as how important tone of voice is when talking to another person. Chris Hadfield talked through how to be in charge of a team in the middle of a life-threatening crisis and how important it is to trust the skills of that team. I really enjoyed this series and I can't wait for the next episode. Masterclass gives you cinema quality classes that offer unparalleled access to a host of renowned instructors. You can explore lessons in any order you'd like across your phone, tablet, Apple TV, computer, and on the go with audio mode. And lessons of approximately 10 to 15 minutes means it can easily fit into your everyday life. So whether you want to learn how to make a dinner worthy of a Michelin star or just how to make really good scrambled eggs, whatever you're interested in, there's a class for you with over 180 exclusive classes taught by the instructors you know and love. I highly recommend you check it out. This holiday, give the perfect gift of an annual Masterclass membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash conduit today. That's masterclass.com slash conduit. Terms apply. Our thanks to Masterclass for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Thanks. Okay, so our topic this week comes from uh, Millennial Falcon, who... Uh, I'm just going to say this, this was a while ago, <laughs> um, back on episode eight, uh, which was October of last year. Oh my um, gosh, what that's, a time. That's, 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 I know we were, we were so young and naive, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, that episode was on the fear of success. And, uh, because if I succeed, what, what might happen next? And, you know, I've been talking about kind of my situation of, of wanting to create more and doing stuff. And, and Kathy's been evolving. Uh, so we thought it, you know, evolving the business and, and the, the blessing of unicorns that she has in that. And, you know, we thought it would be a good time uh, to to answer this topic because we did keep it. We said we would uh, and we did and saved it for the right time, which is right now. Uh, so Millennial Falcon asked us. I think there's a re related topic worth exploring. Kathy and Jay were talking about being afraid of success because of it potentially leading to more work or being tasked with something because you do it well. What are some strategies for mentoring others when they seem afraid of success? Or if someone asks you to do something because you do it better, but the reason you're good at the task is due to experience and or practice. So I, I feel like I feel like the overarching question is, how do you train people or how do you mentor people who are worried about being good, knowing that they're not going to be good out the gate because the only reason you're good is because you were bad? The important part here is recognizing how to acknowledge the journey that you've been on without minimizing where someone is right now. Um, a lot of times if someone is coming to you and you can basically tell mm, you're afraid, you can't say to most people anyways, you can't tell them, oh my gosh, you're so afraid. Just suck it up and, and 
deal with it. Like that's not going to help. That's not why they're coming to you. That's not why they're interacting. That's not the best like situation. Um, But something I've found is if you sit and acknowledge the fact that you have also been where they are, like you maybe helping with a anecdote of a way that you messed up a way that when you were first starting out with something, you made mistakes. Example, when I first started podcasting, I definitely did not hold the microphone in the right location. And I definitely did not know how to minimize external audio sounds. And thankfully, the first uh, podcast that I ever did is no longer on the internet. So we're not going to talk about that. I mean, if it makes you feel better, I spent $200 on a sound box so that I didn't have to worry about that problem. <laughs> I still don't know where to hold the mic. <laughs> uh, I just know it needs to be closer than I always think. Um, but also how to balance that. I still need to buy a limiter because I get very excited. Um and I need to figure out how to stop. <laughs> no, uh, I, I just need you to fix your no. noise gate so that every time you go huge, it doesn't cut you off. Halfway. I know that's that's what I need. That's what I need. Not not to change myself, but to change my gear to allow it to not murder other people's ears. And and um, I th- I think that that is kind of the thing. Uh, you know, I. It's interesting because as as we're talking about this topic, I just realized like, oh, I have this thing happening right now in my life where like my wife has started streaming and she's doing diamond art and she's doing Lego builds and like she's having so much fun with it. And there's like the part of me that's like trying to keep that intact. But there's also that part of me that is just like, staunch every every hobby i do has to make money so like <laughs> now yes. i'm like oh you can da, da, da. and it's it's, it's interesting so because when she came she came to me and was like hey they're they have like these affiliate link things should i do and i'm just like just keep having fun like just build your audience have fun with it don't don't make it more complicated than it needs to be like here's here's my stream deck like i'll help you set up the buttons for it and just as you see a need for things we'll add them but until you have a need for it let's let's just not make this like difficult let's let's just keep it fun keep it relaxed and and the interesting thing about it is i when i do a live stream i am so stressed out I am just so stressed. <laughs> There's so much stuff happening and just having to to navigate a conversation and do a bunch of things like that. And when I watch her stream, she's just having fun and it's so calming. And I'm like, yes, like that's <laughs> so I, I mean, I guess I say all of that to to just I, I think the biggest thing for me is the the stress of success the, the stress of trying to add success to things is going to be a big challenge. So to me, the the fear of success is is like one of those things that I, I like I respect. But I also think that 
if you can minimize, if, if, if they're afraid of success, then have them do things that are just like not done because of attempted success. You know, like my crappy YouTube videos, which aren't even that crappy. I just call them crappy YouTube videos to tell myself, like, you don't have to go overboard on this. Just keep doing the thing. Keep honing the craft. Keep learning what you like to do and what you don't like to do. And and the success will just it'll be organic. Uh, you won't have to, to worry about that. I think, though, too, there's a there's an important conversation you have to have with yourself on being okay with something if it's not considered what you would guess is successful. So being able to identify what success is, but more importantly, trying to figure out what happens if you don't necessarily make that level of success. I know like, Specifically, I'm thinking of like podcasts and how difficult it is to grow organically with podcasts because it's all the biggest factor is word of mouth. You advertisements don't really work for podcasts. Like if you're podcast, like in my mind, obviously, I don't have any actual data for this or something, but a lot of times if if I hear an ad somewhere that's talking about a podcast, I am not necessarily going to try it out just because that's I don't even know if it's good. I don't know if it's something that I'm going to like or I'll try it out and usually end up not listening to a whole lot, mainly because I don't listen to a whole lot of shows anyways. So I realize that's on me, but yeah, James makes a really good point that like apps don't really work either unless it's what was the the app that you're talking about? It was all over YouTube during the pre-show. Raid Shadow Legends. This episode is brought oh sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's I, not. I had a, I had a um <laughs> a little glitch there. <laughs> I I I definitely get what you're saying, and I, I think the solution for that is to in some ways build like label your level of success define your success like if if you're worried about well what if i'm you know what if i go super viral okay well there's a reason why it's called viral like it doesn't happen well i mean oh oh wow that's that word needs to change (laughs) post 2020 where viral doesn't viral does kind of happen to everybody. um, Oh gosh. In the worst of ways. Um, But you know, like being worried about the thing that might happen, like I think it's easier to just define what becomes a success for you like when I think of as uh, we we talk about them a lot because like hey he, he's here and he's in the he's in the channel and we see it a lot when I look at you know dice by pcalc or I look at pcalc in general like it's a calculator app it's a dice app there there are levels like success it's not going to be as successful as Facebook although it probably should or or more successful but like. 
you can still define a level of like what success looks like, you know, for James, like what success looks like in that area. And for me, like that's kind of what I've done in the like the new show that I'm doing, Python Community News. Our goal is to increase awareness in a community that has zero, 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 one percent engagement. Wow. So like you have millions and millions and millions of people that participate in this programming language and less than 500 people participate in the actual like community voting and like actual like building of the communities and stuff. So for us, if you have 30 people, you've reached like what 10, you know, a little less than or a little less than 10% of your existing audience. And more than likely you've actually helped find people outside of that audience and maybe helping to build that initial number. So for us, success isn't, you know, 5,000 views or a bunch of subscribers. It's like, we're working towards the next big board of directors election. If there are more that people that voted this year than last year, that's a success. And it's okay to have big dreams too. And also acknowledge some realistic ones. Um, I have a friend of mine who has not necessarily a problem, but they have a difficult time acknowledging and celebrating where they're at because all they can do is look at where other people are. And they're like, I love him dearly. He's very like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. Um, But... I am constantly supporting him in this way of making sure that he's acknowledging where he is at instead of dwelling on where he's not. And part of that has to do with recognizing what success looks like and what you're doing to get there. Um, I could turn around and say, I want to... Like I could have a big dream of I want to photograph the cover of Vogue. This is not actually a dream of mine because that's stress. No, thank strike you. a pose. Vogue. Yeah, I would. Oh, I would sorry. not. <laughs> but if I did want to, I know the path for that. I would know what I what steps to do to try and make that a possibility. Um. And I would know what the little steps of success are to get to that goal. So by having this idea of a future goal that may seem lofty and then breaking it down, not necessarily with dates, but just how would you do that? If you sit and you're like, I am going to concentrate and all I'm going to do for the next five years is write a book. I'm going to write a novel. Okay. What would you have to do today to get to that? And what are those steps that you would need to do to finish it? 
I, I hope you, you're not asking me because no. I because I, uh, I yeah no. I'm I'm the person that literally had an existential crisis around not being able to plan well. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I feel like that's a whole other conversation. But what I can do is I am very good. I'm very good at supporting other people in their um, planning. <laughs> For things. That's why my business is the way it is, because I can't do it for myself, but I can do it for other people, um, which is why also I'm choosing um, examples of things that are not actual goals, because otherwise it, it doesn't work. So what I really need is somebody to pretend to be me that I can then help them plan for. But that's not going to happen right now. Anyways, so being able to recognize smaller stages of success and being happy with celebrating the little pieces can help pro like progress yourself to the larger piece of success, but also make it so that if you don't automatically turn around and you have whatever that end goal is, if you're still not there, you have breadcrumbs from the previous journey that you've done to hopefully be able to remind yourself that you are still working on it. So this is before I say this, I have a good example, but don't do crimes. Um, <laughs> a movie that I really like because of how they outline I guess the redemption arc is Cruella mm. because there was this, this idea of I will get revenge. I will take over this industry from the, the people who took what I love most from me and I will, but more than anything, it was, I will scrape scrap and survive first and foremost. Like I'm going to, Commit these crimes <laughs> that you should not be committing. And don't commit crimes. Don't commit crimes. Uh, Conduit says don't commit crimes. <laughs> um, but there's there's like this, you know, I have to live. I have to feed my family. I have to do these things. These are successes that we tend to not think about. and And this is where... Again, me trying to develop this interstitial journaling or this like regular journaling habit uh, has kind of helped because when I look at things like my, you know, like a to do list or a planner or whatever, these are things that you're planning for. These are these are things that you want to happen. But if you don't survive, you don't get there. So being able to write down like I fed myself, <laughs> you know, I, I made sure yeah. that I was taking care. I went to the doctor, I did these things, or I, I had to, you know, sit on the phone with someone because if I didn't, my, you know, I don't have a car and like doing all of those things. So it's, it's interesting that, you know, we're the, the original question talked about mentorship and I feel like the challenge here is that when you're dealing with mentorship, it, it's always like push towards the goal, push towards the goal, push towards the goal, push towards the goal. When 
there is a part of like, are you okay? Are you doing the things that are going to keep you around? Are you scraping, scrapping and surviving? Or are you, are you doing well? Because, you know, I think one of the things that we we've both kind of said is that both of us have been doing what we do for a long time. And this kind of goes into that second part of it of like, how do you, how do you mentor for success when success takes experience and experience takes time? The, the answer there is you don't mentor for success. You mentor for survival. And then it's like, you just keep doing what you're doing and get better at doing it and you will become successful, but you need to make sure that you don't burn out. You need to make sure that you haven't put yourself in a, in a potentially dangerous situation or that, you know, my favorite thing is when people are like, I'm trying to get hired. I'm trying to find a job. And it's like, they're like, I will work for anyone. And it's like, no, you won't. Because if you go work for someone who's a horrible human being, then that's going to get you out of the industry before you can ever get to that point. You're going to be so burnt out and so just tired of it all. So that's that's where it's like if if part of success is just longevity, then mentoring for longevity is is a thing that I think we have to do more of. Yeah, and and part of that means acknowledging that one of the factors that you cannot control is time. Yeah. You can't choose to jump ahead five years and have the learning done like that. Unfortunately is not the way the world works. And so instead you can recognize where you're at in this current timeline and give yourself permission to find those little bits of success that are helping you step towards the bigger goal. Yeah. And, you know, we have, there's a, a comment in the chat from South that says long-term mentoring relationships are really great. Um, you know, and there's, there's even peer mentoring. Uh, that That's something that I, I actually started doing now where I have, uh, definitely a, a senior, you know, more senior mentor at work, but isn't a part of my team, but works in the kind of the same space. And one of the things that we do is we don't talk about the things that I'm doing now. We talk about longevity. We talk about, you know, how to navigate big business politics and all those things. And we talk about all the things that, again, if I if I want to stay you know, where I'm at now and, and kind of work my way up, which I mean, just takes time. I mean, again, there are people that are above me that have been there for 10, 15 years. So like, Hey, some of these things do take time, but the only way you get there is having those people imparting the wisdom that they've gotten over that time. And, and like you said that to me, that's the only way that you can quote unquote, skip five years is that like, <laughs> You're not skipping it. You're not taking as long to learn the same experiences that that those people had to do over that time. So maybe for you, five years becomes two or three. But, you know, that doesn't that doesn't mean that you're 
it doesn't mean that you didn't have to experience it still. And I think that that's the thing of, of, you know, honestly, that's why I worry about quote unquote fear of success, because I think that too much success too early. It's almost like it's, it's like squeezing one of those little squishy balls. If you do it mm. slowly, like you can see how it's moving and warping and you can adjust. But if you squeeze it really hard, really fast, you run the risk of puncturing it. So it's like, yeah, I could be successful. But if I'm too successful too quickly now, what I've done is I've, I've created this like warped picture of what success looks like versus <coughs> versus building out a more long term look and feel of how to have sustained success. Well, and this is this is something that I see a lot with clients that come to me is I'm talking to them and they've tend to. So when you start a business, you either like there's no consistent progress. Everything is pretty much up and down. There's going to be like big jumps of success and then like slower bits. And normally that's really helpful when someone has never run a business before because they're able to set up some systems, even if it's not ideal. And even if it's not, even if they're not sustainable, they're able to like get there. However, if you go, we got to think of a different word than viral, but if you go viral and you, let's say, you know, there's, uh, there's a TikTok, um, TikToker that makes like the glitter tumblers and she went extremely viral with her like videos of watching and stuff. And so her orders jumped significantly because more people found her, more people saw her stuff, more people wanted to do like wanted to buy her things because it jumped so far. The systems that she had were not able to really meet that need quickly, which is hard to manage and it can be overwhelming. And a lot of times companies that do go viral end up closing very quickly after because it's not sustainable. And part of what I've done to my clients, well, not to my clients, ooh, that sounds bad, with my clients is help them navigate this foundation of systems in order to continue the path that they're on so that they can become more successful and run their business instead of letting their business run them. And I see this often enough that I can also recognize it in individuals and things that they're doing. And if you add too many things onto your plate and you're not paying attention, you will fall under the weight of all of those things that you don't necessarily know how to do. And that's not, that's not good. That's not fun. Nobody likes that. So figure out what those little step points are. It, it's, yeah, it, it isn't fun. And, you know, kind of, you know, last thought for me is there's, there's a really great um, YouTube shorts creator. 
that talks about the differences in living in South Korea versus living in the U.S. and just kind of the difference in like, hey, here's how much becoming a citizen costs and here's how much, you know, moving and things like that are. And, and here's kind of the difference in why it is the way it is. Like when yeah. when you're moving, you don't necessarily clean your apartment. The people who move in clean the apartment and it's considered like a good luck, bad luck thing. And um, I, I say all of that because there's like this level of apparent success where when I look at, I look, they have like thousands and thousands and thousands of views on their YouTube shorts and things like that. And then they're talking about like, hey, could we do this full time? And and the creator just had um, their second child and they were making all of these shorts while they were on maternity leave. And they were like, oh, it's probably going to slow down because I'm going back to work. And like, I thank you for all the success and stuff, but we make like $50 a month off of this. It's not <laughs> enough. And, and in my mind, I was like, Oh wow. I thought I had all these thoughts in my head of like, I thought they were a full-time creator. I thought they were doing all of this. I thought they had like modeling and brands and like all this other stuff that they were doing maybe on Instagram and other things. And like, no, I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a mom that had some time off and, you know, between the, between kids napping and doing things, I, I made these little videos and, Sure, they were popular, but at the end of the day, they don't feed my family. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that, you know, there's there's this podcast that I apparently do <laughs> that hasn't released an episode yet um, with a few of my friends. And everyone has a different level of success where two of them are indie and I'm I'm not indie. But then, like, I look at it and it's like. I am the only one that is like married and the full time, like like the the only source of income. Yeah. So for me, what success looks like is are my bills paid? <laughs> like, right. do I have health insurance? You know, if something happened tomorrow, would I be OK? Like there's there's a lot of things that make success look different. So in terms of mentoring for what success looks like for someone else, the biggest like piece of advice that I would give is like, figure out what their success needs to look like. If they want to get into podcasting and things like that, I hate to tell you, you're not going to make a lot of money in podcasting more than likely it takes a lot of time to get to that level. It takes a lot yeah. of popularity to get to that level. And a lot of luck. Yeah. yeah it's not necessarily something that hard work will do and fix it. Like I mean, that. I, me being transparent, I fully cheated my way into Relay FM. <laughs> so, like, I was in a mentorship program where Mike was leading it. I happened to be looking to start a new show and shut down my old show at the exact same time that Kathy, someone else who was already on the network and working on the network and had a lot of connections had. And it was like we still had to go through the process, but we were there in the exact moment where Relay was even interested in bringing on a new show, which isn't a thing that happens all the time. And that's, I've been asked so many times, how do I get a show on Relay? How do I get a show on Relay? And it's like, yeah, 
there is no like you'd follow these steps and then now you have that show. It was like you keep doing what you're doing. And when the right moment happens, you shoot your shot. <laughs> yes. Like that's it. Yeah. But, but I can't because I can't, can't mentor for that. Yeah, exactly. There, There's so many pieces of so many things that you do not have control over. And it's helpful to remember and remind somebody that you're mentoring that you can only do what you can control and to figure out what that is and acknowledge the fact that you may not reach what you mean is success. Like not everyone can succeed and that sucks and it's really hard, which also means one of the things that you have to recognize is adding to your list. What does like, at what point do I stop trying to succeed to the overall goal? I, I want to push back on that just a little bit. Okay. Um, I think everyone has the potential for success. And this isn't like that positivity, success mindset, whatever. You know, I, I agree with you that I think that not everyone will be an influencer on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. And not everyone will be a, you know, amazing, you know, t-shirt model, like apparel model or, or, or whatever. But I think that the... And I, I attribute some of the success that I've I've had professionally to this. I think by gaining skill sets, you can put yourself into more positions to where you can achieve success differently. Uh, and, and that was yes. something that I learned when I just started making things because I wanted to make them. And then I would go into interviews and then people would be like, do you have an example of when you did this? And I was like, oh yeah, I made that thing. You know, it's a little goofy, but like, yeah, I made this thing just cause I wanted to. And yeah, I totally use that thing. And they're like, oh, we were actually looking for something just like this. And I had like no clue. And they were like, oh, you know, and then like you get further and further in the interview process like that. So it's, it's. Oh, I, I do not doubt uh, like what you're saying. Yeah. However, however, being able like so i'm, I'm gonna go it i it <laughs> if your goal is to shoot for vogue yeah and you are doing the work that it takes but the luck isn't there mm. It's okay to change that end goal either because you're tired or your luck isn't hitting or you just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But also that's the importance of having those foundation, those steps for the little pieces of success, because if your goal, so, okay, my goal is to shoot for Vogue. And to do that, I need to, you know, reach out and I need to find contacts in um, 
fashion photography. I need to learn lighting. I need to do, you know, these steps. If you can't make it past that first step through whatever reason, whatever that first step is, it's okay to acknowledge that you probably like if <laughs> if you can't access a camera, yes, there are ways that you can learn how to do photography. There are ways to, you know, grow and and who knows what might happen. But there's a smaller chance of you being able to shoot for Vogue if you don't ever get the yeah. opportunity and chance to take pictures. Yeah. And and I guess for me more I guess more what I'm saying is I I think that the the success there it's like you, you've still you can still be successful. You just won't be successful of shooting at Vogue. But right, like right. Can- and see and that. And that's my point that I'm trying to make is that your success can change. And it I don't I don't want to use the word failure, but not achieving the success that you think you deserve, but haven't had the chance to. It's okay to change what that looks like. And it's okay to acknowledge that this path that you were trying to do might not be the best one. And I've had this conversation with several podcasters who are like, I want to, you know, podcast for a living, but they live in an expensive city and they have a certain number of viewers and are trying to get past that plateau and, and make it. And it's difficult for me to help them understand that the smaller steps are very important because you can't just say, I want to be a full-time podcaster without recognizing that maybe being a full-time you uh being a full-time podcaster with the podcast that you're doing is not the path that's going to make it happen. I don't personally know of okay, sorry. Take that back. Actually no. I don't know of any professional podcasters that make all of their money podcasting. Right. Like even even the pod dads themselves, they they have a blog. The blog takes ads. Well, at least Stephen does. Um, Mike does Twitch streams. Mike doesn't write. Well, he does Twitch streams. Just kidding. Though. I, yes, I know. I was gonna say. I was gonna because you were saying that they you know they have blogs, but yeah. they don't. One has a blog. Yeah, I love you, and Mike. Even the most successful podcasters are usually doing multiple shows. They are working with advertisers. They're doing their own promo stuff, which is weird. Like when, when you go beyond like Relay FM, if you look at the 99% Invisibles and, and like all those like big, big, big shows, like they make deals, but they also have so many other things that is not podcasting. Like I, right. the, the little bitty, bitty, bitty show that I do is a weekly news show and I probably spend 
anywhere from four to like nine hours a week on. And luckily for me, very, very luckily for me, it's close enough to my job that a lot of that time is on the clock. A lot of that time is recycled and we're developing things that I can later use for work, um, like a project that I'm working on now, that allows me to take that time and kind of combine it in some ways. I don't know anybody that just wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to do a show now and collect a check that isn't doing so many other things outside of that to be the complete wrapper of, of what they do. Right. And that, that is a definition of a success that probably is not achievable. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say is that acknowledging some, a portion of reality with everything that you do in addition to still being brave enough to have dreams. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm coming from is, is being able to try and figure out too, how to tell people, uh, are you sure about that? (laughs) Oh, it's, it's, do you see the whole picture? Like, yeah, you're seeing this small picture and going, I want to do just that. And it's like, well, there there is no doing just that. It's like that and these other things over here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of these things over here, Kathy, um, I think it's time to tell people what we're going to be uh, trying to be successful in <laughs> for the next condiment. <laughs> to define, def- define a marker of success yeah. Actually, for the wait, next be- conduit. Before we do that, I understand that we're at the end of the year. And for some of the people that are in our bubble, in our Relay FM Switch On family, um, this is when a lot of people make silly names for what they're going to try to do at the be- for the rest of the year until the next time they do it. Um, usually it's the year of... Uh, eating ramen or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we've, we've been talking a lot about success. What is the one piece of advice that you would give to them for figuring out what their year of theme thing, uh, is going to be? I'm so glad I got this question in advance so that I could think of a good answer for yep. it. I yep. can go first if Definitely. you want. Definitely. Yes, please. Okay. My my advice, and, and take it with a grain of salt because I'm not one of these people that, that has a year of thing, um, but my advice would be to really think about how that year of is going to help you make it until the end of the year. 
until the end of the, the, the end of whatever your, your cycle is for that, that thing. If your theme is the, the year of sustainability, like, oh, okay. Um, well, while you are throwing out all of your paper plates and, you know, replacing them with recyclable ones and, and your straws, don't forget your bamboo straws and all those things too, because you want to be super sustainable. Um, think about how sustaining your energy levels, sustaining your relationships, sustaining all of those other things can also come into play. Okay. My recommendation would be to have your co-host give you more time than just 30 seconds. I mean, that would be great, but I feel like that's a far goal that may not achieve success. I'm getting better at not just calling. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Uh, my stress level is significantly lower. Um, I, I would recommend that you try and figure out how you want to feel. So you can pick pieces of that feeling into actionable something. So if you want to like get healthier, if that's your goal is to get healthier, but you don't know what getting healthier feels like, what that means it's going to be hard to have the year of healthier be successful. And so by figuring out how you want to feel, if you want to feel, you know, whatever you want to feel will help you define the smaller pieces, which means you can then pick a, a word for the year. I'm still not sure what my word is because I'm not sure how I want to feel other than, and, and part of that is because, brains are weird and the last week or so has been a very hard one so i keep bumping up against my own personal walls but that is actually going to be my connection to finalize my theme of the year and yes every year of me for me is the year of the unicorn duh but yeah a specific theme Speaking of specifics, now let's talk about what we will specifically do. <laughs> for this. That was my lead into doing the connections instead of having a hard topic switch because I gave you what my connection was. So, meh. Ah, fine. Okay. A successful episode. <laughs> Kathy's finalizing the year. <sighs> I, so... I'm going to get yelled at for this. I, I, I'm I'm already here for it. Oh, yeah. I saw it. you already wrote it down. So I'm already here You're to support you nicely in achieving this connection. <laughs> my connection check is to limit myself to 12 hour days. And the reason I say that is uh, as we're recording this, my family uh, is heading up to visit some other family members and they will be gone for a little over a week. And I know that when they're gone, I will sit in this office and I will work 
and I will work and work and work and work. So because I know that and because I've already talked about planning and doing these things, I am going to limit myself to only 12 hours in the office. And again, this isn't just my jobby job. This is my jobby job. This is my podcasting. This is content and things like that. So that, that means there should be at least four hours of like, if I want to play video games, go play video games. Or if I want to do something that isn't working or creating for work stuff, then I should be able to do that because I'm an adult and I am <laughs> responsible. Yes, um, you and, are. And that will give me the, and that includes my lunch hours and stuff too. So like 12 hours that includes lunch and, and those things. Um, but don't just sit in the office all day long and then immediately crawl into bed to, to do it all over again in the morning. Yeah. I think that's probably a very good idea. Another good idea. Uh, the soprano of the show, uh, Debo says to get my software release out this week and then enjoy some time off. That, that sounds like a great idea. Get some time off. Uh, well, the shark at the show and I are buddies uh, because his connection for the next fortnight is to finalize his theme for 2023. So connection friends, connection twins, connection buddies, connection somethings, connected connections. Ooh, connected connections. <laughs> our, blue, our blue dragon of the show says to relax and unwind and to not stress themselves out. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's again, I think this is the this is the time of relaxation for a lot of people. You're either planning and and doing all the work or you're you're relaxing. And I, I think that uh that's that's good. Uh our train enthusiast of the show, Railsy says, enjoy my visit down to the Isle of Wight behind winding down as I begin my new theme for the next year. The Year of Documented Growth. Ooh, that's a really good one. I like that. I've always wanted to go to the Isle of Wight. Um, our oracle of the show, Soph, mm -hmm. <laughs> again, <laughs> these name changes, though. Um, next connection, I'm going to make, I'm going to get a new planner to launch my new yearly theme. The Year of Making Progress. Everyone needs an incentive. By the next conduit. I also want to have a complete draft of my first journal Jarticle. article. What? Jarticle. Jarticle? Mm -hmm. Is that what we're calling them now? Jarticles? Yeah, yep. okay. it's official. A, a complete draft of my first Jarticle uh, of the current ones I'm working on. Okay. I like Excellent. it. Drafts. Uh, also, please share with us what new planner you're going to get because obviously. Oh, I thought it like was the, the. I thought it was going to be the official one, but maybe not. Oh, I don't know. See? See? Okay. Traveler Ooh, Traveler Notebook. Notebook. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm a Traveler Maybe that will fan. be a, a future episode is talking about paper Tra things. Traveler Notebooks? Because I've got two of them. Uh, I also have some. But that's not uh, what Panda of the Show James has to say. Uh, he is. He says, hopefully I will be able to relax a bit now and take my foot off the accelerator with no ill effects. 
I have one podcast and one software anniversary to prepare for and the small matter of sorting Christmas presents. But other than that, it should be okay. James, take a break. Yes. And so so for the record, he wrote that. Um, And as your resident Keanu Reeves, I'm going to say that the bomb is unwired and is fake. So you can slow the bus down. We're living in a simulation, says Keanu Reeves. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wrong movie. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, And our dungeon master of the show, uh, Rob, Rob says, take the Christmas break to rebuild my writing structure, relaunch the newsletter and finally publish again. Again, I've been I've been getting into RSS feeds and stuff. So I hope that you will share that with us uh, when you do it. uh, I hope to see connection check. Here's some links, <laughs> free shilling, <laughs> free publicity. <laughs> the nameless of the show, Robert, says, continue working on my theme and systems. I would hope to have a new theme for the new year. But if I do not, it is my sign that the year of suits is to continue for the time being. Also, start wrapping Christmas gifts. I love that mindset. The idea that it's OK if the universe is saying you still need to use this theme i love that and our civil engineer of the show dan says new conductor new conductor alert (laughs) our civil engineer of the show dan says my connection for this week can be to wrap up my annual review take stock of everything that i've done and finalize my yearly theme again i feel like i feel like this was a great time to have this show this episode this topic i, I love it's it great so good so good if you would like to submit a connection you can do so in the relay fm discord with question mark my conduit or you can head into the show follow-up channel and start a message with the conduit emoji to have it automatically sent to our magical spreadsheet Visit relay.fm slash conduit or give us your flippinmoney.com to become a member today. And thank you to Masterclass for sponsoring this week's episode. Uh, Kathy, were we successful in this week's episode? Uh, Jay, we defined the steps for success, and that is to record an episode. So, yes, we con did it. Mm-hmm.